Susie Thorpe. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Dr Havovi Shishka is Associate Professor in Biomedical Science and she's come along today to talk to us about this really interesting free online talks on life sciences. And you are, of course, part of Anglia Ruskin University. And yes. it's lovely to have you here. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having me. As I said, it's part of Life Sciences Masterclasses, which is running from the 2nd of February till the 2nd of March. So you're right in the throes of this an amazing online evening masterclass. Just I, I want to concentrate on one particular area, which is the artificial sweetness and, and gut health. But can you tell us, Dr. Shishka, about the online course and, and just a little bit about that? And then we'll go on to the, the gut research. Absolutely. So um, in the life, School of Life Sciences, we've got a range of different researchers looking at uh, a range of different topics from um, ecological effects of cigarette butts all the way through to sweeteners and bones. So we wanted to really um, do these public talks to um, explain the research that we're doing, how it impacts our day-to-day life, communicating with students, making sure that science and engineering is really front and, front and foremost for young people, um, as well as the general public. So we thought it's a great way to reach out and talk about what we're doing, which we do love. <laughs> well, that's right. And it's it's good that you love. We, we thank you that you love this because <laughs> it's a very, very important subject. So as you said, it's a, it's a, a month-long course. It's open to the public. And of course, I get the impression that you're probably looking at people who want to come and study at ARU as well. But I like the way that you include everyone because we all learn from studies that you actually do. You know, it's your hard work that gives us the knowledge and helps us to improve our life. But the one thing that got me, and I think it's really important, is your research into artificial sweetness and how it's changing how we think about gut health. Now, it's it's all in this sort of um, prime in the moment, it's gut health and, and drinking certain milks that help us to, to replenish our gut. But there must be more to it, mustn't there, Heavy? I mean, what what's what's the research for you that you're concentrating on now? Absolutely. I think, I mean, we have millions of bacteria in our gut and um, some are really helping us. They're helping us digest food, helping us process food, helping us absorb it. Um, and then others are maybe not being so helpful. And it's really that balance that's so fascinating. And for each of us, it's almost a fingerprint because it's so different for individuals. What we eat, what we drink, the medicines we take, the amount of stress we have, all of these impacts that gut microbiota. And what I find, or what I'm really interested in, is understanding how artificial sweeteners are affecting our gut microbiota. And trying to think about something that should be helping us with our diet, helping us to consume less sugar. And it, it's artificial sweeteners definitely do that. But actually, they're not without their problems, or they're not without some issues. And we're starting to understand that really sweeteners are having some impact. They're not completely free for us, as it were. They might not have calories, but they are having some negative impacts on our gut bacteria. And that could have an effect on our general health over time. Mm. So I'm assuming years ago, sweeteners were the alternative to sugar. And it was the research then that gave us this opportunity that sweeteners did it. But of course, research, medical research, science always moves forward, doesn't it? And so there's nothing wrong that we did that or we took those sweeteners. But now we're seeing new results and new things so how from from an individual point of view 
what would you say by learning from these online sessions? What do you think is going to come out of it for people? It's a really good point. And I think my main take home message from those from the talk that I did is was that to think about it. it. It's not that we shouldn't have artificial sweeteners. To be honest, they're everywhere. And what we have from chewing gum, even lip balms, you know, there's a real range. So it's not that we can avoid them completely. It's just to be aware that they come with potential health concerns. And so we want to balance that out. Um, I'm not suggesting we all move to a completely sugar diet, um, uh, but it, it's to, to really, I guess, make that balance. And where you have somebody who maybe is a diabetic, maybe they do need the sweeteners to stop the sugar consumption. And there is a balance to be had there. And I hate to say it because it's so trite, but everything in moderation, I think, um, it's, 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 it's really the key. Ideally, we would all drink water, but that's not very enjoyable. So we have soft drinks, for example. Um, yeah. So I guess for me, the masterclass was just getting that message out there to be aware that it exists and it's not without, um, not without issues. Mm. Nothing's perfect. And, and I suppose in many ways, it's about looking for alternatives as well. Definitely. We're just starting to look at things like um, the natural sweeteners. And I use the word natural in sort of inverted commas. We think they may have some of the same effects because they seem to be having a similar science behind them. But we haven't proven that yet. Actually, there's been not that much research on it, I guess, because they're a newer compound. But I think the general message is that that, that, that there is potentially a, a similar science behind it. Why is it so important, Heavy, that we should be very well aware of gut health? Because it seems to be the talk of the town at the moment, doesn't it? We, we seem to be all very well aware or should be aware of gut health. So why is it so important? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point because actually for a long time we didn't even know the microbiota existed. So if you had a tummy ache, it was kind of grouped together. Um, we now know that there are lots of different conditions like Crohn's disease or irritable bowel syndrome, irritable bowel disease, that is linked to our gut health. And so that means um, the integrity of our gut. Um, it's linked to stress, what we eat, uh, genetics, smoking, lots of risk factors. But I think the ultimate sort of, if you think about a sort of healthy individual, gut health is really important in terms of inflammation. So if our gut health is not healthy, if we don't have a sort of um, good, strong gut health, then we end up with a lot of the bacteria from our microbiota going into our blood. And that is essentially infection uh, that causes inflammation and that causes all sorts of uh, problems for various different tissues and organs around the body. Um, and that can be that feeling of nausea and sickness. Or it can be actually being more prone to getting different types of diseases. Um, it really depends on the individual and the, how long that gut damage occurs for. Mm. How good are we as a, as a nation and recognising how important gut health is? Yeah, I think it's, it, it, again, really good point. It's We're, we're recognising it more and more now, which is a great kind of position to be in. I think for a long time, if you talk to people who had Crohn's disease, for example, they weren't being properly diagnosed because we just didn't know. And even now, there's no clear clinical sort of um, set of parameters. I, mean, I think clinicians are great at diagnosing it, but still we don't have a good way of describing it yet. 
so we don't have a good treatment for it yet. And that's unfortunately because it's still a relatively new idea or a new development. If we can get behind that gut microbiota idea and really understand what makes the good balance occur versus the negative balance, there's a lot of studies that show that can massively improve the condition of the gut and therefore our gut health. The microbiota. What is that? What does that mean? It's a very interesting word. It, it, it's um, it has called the gut microbiome or the microbiota. And essentially it is, um, we think of all of those trillions of bacteria all the way along our digestive system. And they're all different types of bacteria. And they are essentially our healthy gut bacteria. So the microbiome is basically a term or microbiota is a term for grouping all of them together. And a lot of scientists think of them as an organ in their own right. Just like you think about the heart or the lungs, the microbiota is a living, breathing organ. Going back to the online course and how it's open to the public, life sciences is is a quite a fascinating subject, isn't it? It's not something that a lot of people know about. Hence, I guess that's why you're doing these online courses. And as you say, a lot of you know, public are, are learning about it, but you're looking for, what do you look for in a student when they want to come along and learn about life sciences? We, we want people who are interested in, and that could be interested in any different. I mean, everyone's got their, their reason behind it. And I love hearing the stories behind why our students want to be scientists. There's such a range of different things that inspire children, inspire young adults to become a scientist. And it's our real pleasure to, to tell them some of the stories of our research. And actually, they come and do the research in our labs. And it's so great to work with them. They see a different perspective from what we do. And to train them um, and then to see them kind of go and, and have their own science adventures is really is a really satisfying part of it. So it's, it's very, it's a lot of fun. Have it. It's great. And and I, I really, really like the idea. And I'm sure it, you're not the first, but I love the idea of universities going online to talk about their research. Um, it just it connects us and and science, doesn't it, in many ways? Absolutely. And it helps us to make we can go so into these tunnels of science. It helps us to come take a step back and think, but what is the actual question? How does it impact the world we live in? Um, gets us out of the lab and into the real world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Javi, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you today. I wish you all the best. Now, this doesn't finish. This finishes uh, with a, a talk on the 2nd of March, doesn't it? But there's online um, evenings, aren't there, along the, through the month. Is that right? Absolutely. So 2nd of March is the last one. That's antimicrobial resistance. So that's a, a, a lot of bacteria, which will be a really interesting one. But yeah, it carries on throughout. And we're hoping to continue these well into the year with all different topics and researchers that we cover. It's absolutely fascinating. Javi, thank you so much. I wish you all the very best with your free <laughs> online masterclasses on this particular subject and many more. I think you're doing an amazing job. Thank you very much. Thank you. 105. Cambridge 105 Radio.